the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaitwin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group in our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to, what is it, Tuesday Yes, Tuesday the 25th. We are now eight days away from another Fed rate hike, and we've got major intervention in the markets again today. Uh, Japan trying to hold on. China comes out and sets the renembi at the lowest levels in 14 years uh, as, again, uh, a currency crisis really unfolding globally. It's the story nobody wants to talk about. Uh, but, Jason, it is creating a lot of problems in the bond market. Yes, Joe. Yes, Joe. The bonds, you know, we, uh, you know the, the, the currencies of the world are showing their weakness day after day after day. Uh, you talked about Japan yesterday. How they just do everything they can to fix it, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And so, Joe, who's going to buy them? I wouldn't buy them. I mean, <laughs> who wants those things until they uh, they pull some, some uh, magic trick, I guess, right? Well, that's what they're going to need, a magic trick for sure. Yeah, a magic trick to try to fix uh, the, the the bond market that nobody seems to want to buy any, you know. And, and you know they have these these auctions, Joe. Nobody nobody seems to want this stuff, you know. They have to somehow be tempted into it. But as as time goes on, uh, Joe, as as we see them raise the interest rates, the, talk about the Federal Reserve. Uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how bad it gets. I just uh, we just start hearing about you know are we going to hear that nobody's buying U.S. Treasuries at some of these uh, these auctions? I, I think we are. Boy, I, I hope that's not the case. Uh, and again, though, I know this. Uh, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Department, is, is working on something. that They haven't given a lot of details. Uh, but, they, Jason, that's what they're worried about. They're worried about the market seizing up where uh, – and America got to remember now, this is, this is the digital age. So if, if you end up with a, a, a moment, it may be five seconds. It may be two seconds where there isn't enough buyers for the supply. Jason, you get these huge, huge spike in a matter of seconds. That is correct. And then what you, you'll start to see is everybody, you know, if you think it's bad enough, Joe, this is what creates those big market crashes when people feel like their flight to safety is is no longer safe. Then you start to see things really explode. That's so I'm wondering, Joe, if this is kind of a timed event. Are we are we going to see this sort of thing happen right after these midterms, and uh, and and really see things go uh, really badly? Yeah, and again, so we'll have to keep our eyes. So let me break down what's happening right now. We've got gold higher, silver higher. Uh, the Dow it is up, not because news is great. The bonds, the yields falling on bonds all over the world, with the exception of Japan. But right now, our 10-year note, 
which was almost what approaching four and a half percent is at four oh seven. And this is a big problem. Like I said, eight days from now, our, our Fed's funds rate is going to be just under four percent. So we're back in that territory. Uh, this is probably going back two or three rate hikes ago where we were speculating, could it be possible that we could get a 10-year note yielding less than the Fed's funds rate? That's, you know, very, that's very, anything is possible, Joe, when it comes to the economic system that we're, that we have to live under. So no, we'll, we'll see, Joe, we'll see. I, I, I believe the rate hikes will continue on. I, I was listening to some guys last night uh, talk about that the, there's going to – this one guy, he's, he's convinced the February rate hike is absolutely going to happen, going to happen in February. And, and he was saying, you know, the inflation, Joe, the, I, I'm, I'm thinking the inflation is not fixed next year. I don't think we're going to see the CPI and the, and the other indicators drop significantly or even stay the same. I think we see, the, we see, we see it go up next year or later this year which means they're going to have to continually rate hike into next year, maybe deep in the next year, Joe, and that's that's going to cause the bonds to be even worse, right? Yeah, and again, as we're – and, Jack, yeah, I, ha, I did have a mic on, so hopefully I'm sounding a little better. It sounds better great now, Joe. It sounds great. Okay. All right, so diesel supplies. we got to talk about this. The diesel supplies – Multi multi year lows. We're talking about inventory levels twenty to twenty five percent below where they need to be. Gasoline inventories. Uh, we we've got eight the same problem there. Uh, in in a weird way, listen to this though. Some natural gas prices, especially in Texas are now heading towards zero, and not the natural gas prices you guys pay or we pay, because we've got pipeline problems, uh, some pipelines, there's some maintenance, uh, and, and all of a sudden these guys that are producing this natural gas, Jason, they, they've got nowhere to go with it, nowhere to store it. We're getting awfully close to where they may have to pay somebody to take their natural gas from them. This is how crazy these markets are right now. Yeah, that that doesn't sound good at all, Joe. I mean, things are are every indication is that we are in a depression now. As far as I'm concerned, Joe, we'll talk about it a little bit maybe later in the show. But I, if you really look at what's gone on since coronavirus, it sure smells and seems a lot like there's nothing going up, nothing's really improving. There's nothing being actually fixed. But there's a whole lot in the media just telling everyone everything's okay. You know, have you seen that, Joe? Everything's okay. You're right. Everything is okay. They, they, they just keep pushing that. Go watch your sports, right, Joe? Just, just take it easy. Everything's fine, right? Yeah, don't pay attention. You better start paying attention. When we get back, we, we've got a neat little sale that I think you're going to like. And then Stanley Drunkenmiller, this is a guy that I tell all of you, you need to pay attention to starting to sound like Jason. Yeah, I know. Scary, right? We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, gold's up 7 here, 16.57. Uh, silver's now uh, 19.25 uh, and rising as, again, we have bond yields falling, uh, which... Really, to me, probably indicates a couple of things. Number one, 
there is a bunch of buy in the bond markets today uh because i think people are looking at this this wall street rally as as nothing more than one of the you know what what do they call it? dead cat bounces whatever you want bear market rally uh whatever uh you want to call it uh but but again uh, it's getting awfully interesting because we're trying to decide listen we know they're going to raise rates till they break it i mean that's a given right uh, i don't think anybody out there uh, sees it any other way. There was some wishful thinking, right? There was some ifs and buts and candies and nuts and all the other stuff, uh, those mythical unicorns, right, where, where somehow they could just raise rates just enough that miraculously inflation would go away and, and everything would be wonderful. And, and, and again, uh, that was, Bad logic. That was just as idiotic as saying inflation was transitory. Uh, and I know, listen, they've got to say it. Uh, but, but everyone should be getting prepared. And, and I've, I've prayed on this. And I, I've asked, I've asked God to try to give me the right words. Cause it's really hard, uh, to, to emphasize how small of a window we have. We've got a rate hike in eight days. From that moment, I, I, I give us less than six months. That, that, that's just where I think, I think, you know, we're, I, I was saying October, October, October. It's probably going to be November, 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 because the Biden administration pulled off enough tricks. Uh, to get through the midterms, November's gonna be ugly, but the problem is, to Jason's point, we're getting more rate hikes, we're getting rate hikes in December, we're getting rate hikes in February, we're getting rate hikes in March, uh, and this is gonna get ugly. You need to get ready, and you need to do it now. Here's the realities. I know you're like, but gold and silver, they're not doing anything. But they are. See, that's the problem. They're not doing anything on the paper price. Physically, they're doing all kinds of things. Stockpiles have never been lower, right? And again, why is it, why is it not doing great on the paper price? Well, they still want to believe in unicorns. And that's okay, right? Fairy tale creatures, right? Who, who doesn't like that, right? We love fairy tale creatures. We love unicorns. We love to believe. But you got to pre- prepare for the reality. And that's what the big money is doing. Silver premiums, another all-time record high today. It just, it, Jason, it's almost never-ending. Gold premiums, right at all-time record highs. And, and it just isn't stopping. The buying isn't stopping. Yeah, Joe. So uh, the breaking, uh, as you're saying, in, in November, I when it starts to and it's been broken i think it's been broken since 2020 actually i just they've they've kind of painted over it they've kind of papered over it and just sort of uh give you a story but i think in november it gets worse and i I think it's bad all the way through 2023 i i I think we're going to see things we've never seen before and people are uh in these markets these people i think they're experts by looking at recent history even the last 20 or 30 years they're not going to believe what they're seeing because the Fed will do nothing but stop trying to attack inflation. They, they don't really exist as an organization if they don't show that they can take care of one of their mandates, which is, you know, hey, we uh, we need to get rid of inflation. That's that's the most important thing. And Joe, I, 
I, I, I just see them, uh, you know, putting oil into the reserves after the election, shutting off more avenues to grow food, more avenues to cr create energy, and that's going to create, an, you know, just a, a bad, bad situation. And I, I think their their numbers they use, their you know, their their indicators for jobs. I think it's working against them. I don't think they're going to see in their numbers that, that what they need for job destruction until a very late point, just like transitory, Joe. It's going to take a year maybe for them to figure out, okay, yeah, now the jobs are destroyed. Now now maybe we'll – and at that point, Joe, can they even switch? Can they even switch to uh, to uh, stopping the rate hikes or trying to actually lower them and start printing if the inflation is, let's just say, 8 or 9% on the CPI? Can they, can they do it? Yeah. The, the big problem, food and energy. You, you just hit it right on the head. The, the energy problem's not going away. It's not going to go away for years. The, the, this is It's fundamentally broken. Uh, this rush to renewables and, and getting somehow convincing like J.P. Morgan and BlackRock and all these other guys not to invest in an oil and natural gas. I mean, what that that that's going to go down in the history books is one of the dumbest things uh, this country's probably ever done. Uh, the food situation uh, continues to get worse, and you got to remember, think about farmers. What's what's their biggest cost, right? Well, fertilizer, fuel, right? I mean, all of these are skyrocketing. Now, we just talked about. Diesel fuels at the lowest levels in decades, you know, in, in the Atlantic region of the United States. Do you know that gasoline supplies there are the lowest going back to 1993? Uh, and, and, and it's, you know, you just think about it, it. It's a horrible situation to be in. And any little thing now uh, sets these markets off. But again, listen. I'm already telling you that's a foregone conclusion. With Jason, that, that's this is a fact. This is what's going to happen. We're going to have a really bad 2023, really bad. The question that I'm talking about today: What comes after that? And you got to remember, we've had a history going back, really, really going back to let's just say the early 80s. Right, because the 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 late seventies, right? We had the inflation problem, right? The oil crisis, the inflation problem. Uh, but ever since the eighties, in the early eighties, any problem has been met with throw money at it. That's not going to happen this time, and I'm sorry, because I know that a lot of people wish because they're like, well, this is what the Fed always does. Right, the, the Fed will stop, and then they'll just start lowering the rates again. We'll go back to zero. You can't do that if inflation is six, seven, eight, nine, ten percent. Stanley Druckenmiller comes out, and he's talking about the problem for the central banks, and, and really said, "Hey, we're at the end." of what he called the benefits of globalization. Because, right, one of the things, how did we get to get this debt to be this big? Well, part of it is we had to give a lot of stuff away, right? We had to give away manufacturing. We had to, we had to essentially build China into a superpower because that's yes. what we did by giving it all away. And now, Jason, that's kind of come to an end. 
So what he's saying is get ready for a decade-long no return environment. So think about, yep. you know, when you think about the stock market, right, and, and 401ks, you think about, hey, I'm in my 50s, right? I, I'm going to retire at 65. Well, Stan Druckenmiller's kind of letting you know, no, you're not, because whatever your 401ks got in it today, that may be what's in it 10 years from now. I'm going to give you my son's number again. I'm telling you, 602 909 9048. He goes, when I look back at the bull market, he goes, you really have to go back to 1982 when looking at the financial assets. All the factors that created that boom. And really, in my opinion, there's only one factor, debt creation. All the factors that created that boom have now been stopped. Matter of fact, they're reversing. And Jason, I think that's exactly what we're seeing here. Right now, our central bank, you know, the, every central major central bank in the world is now losing money on all the bonds that they've been buying. You know, it's another factor that we haven't factored into the debt equation uh, as well. But Jason, all of that loose money policy has come to an end and is now reversing. And now we're talking about what? Hey, you know what? We can't rely on the rest of the world to ship stuff. We need to start building stuff back here. We almost got to go back to the deglobalization. Well, I, th I think uh, what he said, uh, globalization coming to kind of an end of a cycle, I think is, is pretty accurate because in a lot of ways since the 90s, America has kind of been floating off the GDP of China. You know, they're building things, and their economy grows every single year at these huge amounts, and we get it cheap. You know, if you can buy everything super cheap, if you got the deal where, hey, we gave it to you, now you have to give it to us for cheap, well, once again, that's only going to last so long because what we're doing, we're selling treasuries. We're selling debt. We're, we, we sell dollars, and we sell military, and they're actually manufacturing the products. Well, China's – I don't think China, Joe, is, is reporting their economic numbers uh, you know, honestly. I think they're in a bad, bad recession, really bad. And the rest of the world is not going to do better until China gets back up and starts starts performing again. And their their housing market looks worse than the one we had in 08. It's going gonna, it's gonna to obliterate the economy. You know, this is where we're sitting. Where you know, I, I've said a few times, I keep comparing where we're at to 1968 and 1929 when the markets went down and didn't come back for 25 and 27 years. That's, that's where we're well, at, Joe. I, 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 I'm just going to tell you this right now. You know, and I'm looking at the research going behind all of this. You know, the, the period of 1966 to 1982, the stock market did nothing. Nothing. And, 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 and Drunken Miller saying, listen, get ready for nothing again. Let me, let me just break down uh, what we're looking at as far as uh, the composition. We'll talk about the S&P 500. So here's where the growth of the S&P 500 has been uh, going back to the bottom, okay? So we've got to go back to 2011. Only 31% of the growth, remember the Dow went from like 6,700 to 37,000, right? The S&P went from, I don't know exactly where the S&P was at the time, 
three, four hundred to you know uh, to forty seven hundred, right? Yep. Only thirty one percent of that was from actual earnings. Twenty one percent of the growth was from multiple expansion. In other words, hey, we just started paying more uh, earnings per share wise. You know, with the premium, that's like, like the premium. Right, we're, we're, you're paying 20% more than what it's actually worth. 7% from dividends. And here's the big kicker. F- almost, well, f- over 40%. 40.5% of all the growth in the S&P 500 was from share buybacks. So when you really start looking at this, uh, if we're headed to where we're headed, which we know we are, listen, there's not going, the, the share buybacks will stop. And, and Jason, that's really the problem because earnings are falling, right? Which means, uh, obviously, as the rates go higher, the multiples got to come down, right? Usually when we get into recessions, people stop paying dividends, and then all of a sudden there's no buybacks. This could be a very ugly fall. And then Drunken Miller says, listen, after the fall, expect 10 years of no growth. Yeah, it could be longer than that, Joe. It could, it could absolutely be longer than that. And really the only thing way you can make money in the stock market in that situation is the huge mega conglomerate companies like Walmarts and Facebooks and those huge ones because – what, are you going to invest in some company that's barely making it or is on its way down or being bought up by one of these companies? There's going to be no stocks to buy, Joe. 800-951-0592. Yeah, uh, Bloomberg's reporting Secretary Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen uh, has now flagged the potential for buybacks of certain U.S. Treasuries uh, by the Treasury Department in order to provide uh, an, a, mover, an a, move, a maneuver, I'll get it out, a maneuver to provide improved liquidity to the markets. Uh, Jason, and again, this is, this, is, this is scary here because now we're talking about, hey, Japan intervenes, China intervenes, UK, now we're intervening. And as these rates continue to go higher, uh, really at the end of the day, there's just not going to be enough buyers out there. So you're talking about the Treasury buying their own Treasuries? Is that what I just heard? That's what it seems like. I don't know how that would work. That would be like you and I buying. I don't know where that money, where would that money come from? I guess we'd have to create more debt yeah. to buy the debt that was already created that there's not enough buyers for. And again, it's a liquidity thing because it could be there's no buyers for two or three seconds, five seconds, ten seconds, right? The longer. Look at look at it, Japan. They went through over three, four days where no one traded a bond. Yes. I, I, I'll have to watch this video. I watched it again. But the guy was talking about a new government agency just for this sort of situation. I, I, I'll have to watch it again, maybe send it to you. But Basically saying there would be a new government agency, uh, uh, kind of a, a clearinghouse, you know, for, for treasuries. So just for that fact where nobody's buying it, uh, it it's, it's like a – let's just give the treasury a balance sheet. That's what it sounds like, Joe. Yeah. Well, and again, 
all of these things are, are the factors of what's coming. And like I said, the time horizon is very short. It, uh, you know, it's almost November. March is just around the corner, and you need to do it now. And, again, I think we haven't even come close to seeing what the premiums are going to look like. Uh, I I can all but guarantee you there's going to be a huge gold and silver rally the second the Fed cries uncle, and I think that occurs between now and March. And, and, and unfortunately, the premiums along with it are going to go as well. Because where else are you going? Uh, when we just essentially uh, give up and, and now our Treasury Department's created more debt to buy the debt, right? The Ponzi scheme's about over. Uh, and again, remember what the goal is going to be, digital currency. Right? So so we got to do two things. we got to prepare, and then we got to prepare for that digital currency. Having that barterable material has really been the name of the game out there. And we're going to do something really uh, – I think it's it's cool, it's interesting, uh, and it's a great package. We have 70 of these packages. They're $1,000 a piece, and we only have 70 of them in this package. You're going to get a roll of dimes. So that's 50 silver dimes. Remember, our dimes, quarters, and half dollars were 90% silver all the way through 1964. Of course, then they took the silver out because, well, let's face it, right, because the silver was so much more expensive. Now they find the, the cheapest slag metal they can find, and it's still too expensive. But you're going to get 50 Silver dimes, a roll of silver quarters, so that's going to be 40 silver quarters, a roll of silver half dollars, so that's 20 half dollars, and then a half roll, that's going to be 10 American silver eagles. So when you think about it, you're going to have 50 dimes. 40 quarters, 20 half dollars, and 10 silver eagles. That's 120 silver coins in all. Jason, all of it for just $1,000. A silver weight just shy of 35 ounces, if I got my math right. So, so I mean, that's, uh, that's not bad, Joe. No, wait a minute. It's 14, 25, 25 ounces. Just shy of 25 ounces of silver, Joe. So that's... That's a good. That's a good way to go. I mean, you get you get a whole bunch of different ways of of, of having silver. Because I know people love the dimes, and I love I know people love the silver eagles. And then I got a lot of customers are asking about their, Hey, I've been buying silver eagles, but should I get the uh, utility silver, the the constitutional silver? And the same thing. Right? I've been getting the utility, the constitutional silver. Should I get into some silver eagles? This this kind of gives yep. you a little bit of everything. You kind of just check it out and compare it. A little bit of everything. Listen, it's it, it's it, it's. Uh Almost 28 ounces of, of silver in, in the here. And, and again, uh, this is something where, uh, it, it, I, it's, I think it's going to be very important. This is going to be a brand new, uh, market. I think that comes out of the digital currency here. Uh, putting these into your portfolio, uh, certainly makes a lot of sense. And again, like I said, I've only got 70. I've got two lines open right now, 800 951 
0.5592. Again, that's 50 silver dimes, 40 silver quarters, 20 silver half dollars, and 10 U.S. Silver Eagles. That is 120 silver coins, 120 barterable silver coins uh, for a thousand bucks at 800 951 0592. Uh, and then on other news, uh, we had the consumer sentiment survey. And again, this is not one of my favorite surveys. Uh, but Wall Street likes this one. Uh, and, and they, they liked the number because it was bad. Uh, there was a big drop in current conditions. And this is, this is important. This is saying to, to people out there, how you feeling right now? And it was significantly worse. It was it was 150. It was it fell to 138. And then future expectations. Hey, how are you? How do you think you're going to feel six months from now? And this was the part that get, is getting a, a little bit creepy, Jason. That was 78. So. That's a big gap, right? Hey, yeah. Right now I'm okay, but you know what? Six months from now, not looking good. I don't think anything about the last two or three years of, of what's gone on in this country and the world is, gives anyone any confidence at all, Joe. So I, uh, I I totally get that. I mean, there's there's more to despair in, in, in the feelings of what's going on in, here and in the future than there is uh, optimism, for sure. And by the way, on that special, if you're one of those guys like, yeah, I don't really want a half roll of Silver Eagles – then just order two of them. You know, get your, you get your full roll of uh, silver eagles, and you get two rolls of each of the uh, problem solved. There, problem right? Solved. Yeah, absolutely. So if you you can only afford the uh, the one package, get one. But if you want the full roll of silver eagles, just order two of them. Two thousand dollars, right, Joe? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Still got a line open. Get them while you can. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I guess the silver spectacular sale here. Uh, get it while we've got it, and I and I mean that with all honesty. Get it while we have it. Uh, it's a roll of silver dimes, a roll of silver quarters, a roll of silver half dollars, and then a half roll of silver eagles. It's a hundred and twenty coins in all they're a thousand dollars and to jason's point if you want full rolls of uh, of silver eagles buy buy two buy four buy six buy eight well, however you want but we only had 70 and listen i've again i've only got one line open so they are going quickly uh get them while we have them 800 951 uh I hate to see this. Larry Summers. So Larry Summers, he was the former Treasury Secretary. Uh, so I want to say he was, uh, uh, not Biden, uh, Obama's Treasury Secretary, which Janet Yellen is now. In a warning to Bloomberg, he said that the Biden's big spending initiatives, including student loan forgiveness, infrastructure right that inflation reduction plan remember that one is going to shake investor confidence and here's what he said if your deficit projections start to get out of control and your real interest rates start to rise rapidly 
you get into a doom loop. And and he, here's what he said. We need, we're going to need to be watching our own fiscal projections in the United States very carefully. Now, here's what's interesting. They just reported that fiscal year 2022's deficit was only $1.38 trillion, right? which was, hey, that's better than what it's been. And of course, I told you, add a trillion to that already. Right, we're already there. But here's something that I did not know that Summer points out. Just the first month of fiscal year 2023, that's the month we're in, by the way. The deficit for this month is projected to be 562% higher than the deficit from last year. For the same month, 562%. And, and Jason, obviously I don't think every month is going to be 560% higher, but it's something where, again, I think very, very, very easily we could see deficits in 2023 that are above the deficits we saw during coronavirus, above $3 trillion. And again, this doom loop that Larry is talking about is, listen, all of a sudden, we're not paying half of a percent to borrow this money, right? We're paying 5 6 7%. Yeah, Joe, the, the crash that happened in 2020, I've said many times, it's, it should be looked at a lot more seriously. It just kind of came and went and and. It was it was kind of accepted. Well, look at the emergency. Remember, in 2020, if you stubbed your foot, it was coronavirus's fault. Remember, everything was coronavirus's fault. And here we are in 2022. They're still going to blame some of these economic indicators on what happened in 2020. I mean, how long is that excuse going to last? And I think it's going to last for a couple more years. I think when we see blood in the streets, so to speak, in 2023, they're still going to point at coronavirus. It's such a it's such a convenient target to, to blame. And then you got a war in Ukraine, and maybe you'll get a war in Taiwan, and and all kinds of other factors. They're not going to point at themselves, Joe. But this this thing is what happened in 2020. All that money printing, all that massive amount that went into the people's hands, and look where we're at now, Joe. I mean, really, we're kind of in a depression. I mean, I remember just a few years ago, and I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't do late night stuff like I did when I was younger, but. You know, remember you had the, like the, the restaurants that were open 24 hours a day. You can just pull through the drive-through at like two in the morning and get something to eat. You know, uh, WalMarts around uh, where I live, Joe. They were you could walk in there two in the morning, go do some shopping. Things have contracted. Things have and with all that money they printed to have this much contraction this quickly, Joe, shows 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 a lot of stress. And this is why they have to raise the rates because they they wanted the inflation, Joe. They I, they, I think they desperately needed the inflation because. They're at the end of this phase economically. I think they know exactly what they're doing, Joe, and, and, and it's going to be a lot of pain and suffering. That 10 years of, of stagflation that, that the, you were talking about, it, it could easily be 15 or 20 years, but it's, it's happening. It's going to happen, and, and people are going to have to get you know, get used to the new normal. Remember that? That was another thing a couple years ago, the new normal, right? That's all happening right now, Joe. They, they've uh, they yeah, told us. And, and- and again, you gotta you start doing some math here. Social Security is going to cost another 140 billion uh, with the with the cola uh, cost of living adjustment. Who knows Medicare, Medicaid? Who knows how much more that's going to cost, right? So let's let's just call it 200 billion there. Interest on the debt uh, is going to add probably close to another 400 
billion dollars in just a year. An additional yep. spending just on interest payments on on the debt. Uh, the the Federal Reserve was remitting a hundred billion dollars. That's going to be ne- zero. Well, they're going to be negative, but they they don't have to pay it. Don't ask me why, but it's going to be zero. There's another hundred billion. Uh, student loan forgiveness, right? That, that well, what number is that going to be? I don't know. A hundred billion plus. Not to mention all the other spending. Because wait till this recession comes. You know what the government's going to do? They're going to come out and try to unleash a bunch of spending. And and, and Jason, I, I'm just sitting here and and I. I was thinking we'd be in the mid, you know, 2.5 trillion. Now I'm thinking, well, man, we could easily see a number way over 3 trillion. And then that starts to get scary. Yeah, if you uh, add the Fed's balance sheet, Joe, our, our debt should be much higher. So uh, it, I guess we're not paying as much interest if it's on the Fed's balance sheet, right? Can you imagine? Just put all that in there. Listen, I got, here's the good news I've got three lines open. The $1,000 Silver Spectacular, 120 silver coins for $1,000, 800 Final segment coming up. 800 uh, The Silver Special today, and it is a great one. Uh, we've, we've got 50 silver coins. Dimes, you know, this is your utility or junk silver uh, pre-1964. You get a roll of 50 silver dimes. You get a roll of 40 silver quarters. You get a roll of, of half dollars. And, and by, by the way, uh, the half dollars, you're saving $10 a roll. The quarters, you're saving $5 a roll. Uh, the, the dimes, you're saving $2.50 a roll. And then you're also going to get 10 silver eagles in there. The whole thing, Jason, 120 silver coins. It's only $1,000. That's it at 800-951-0592. Right now we've got two lines open, so get your orders in. uh, Get it put away. And, again, this is really setting up. This is a package, uh, first of all, Silver's going to get really – it's already hard to get. It's going to get really hard to get next year, really hard. Secondly, this is a really pre- preparing for a digital currency where the government is going to limit lots of things. They're going to limit guns and ammunition. You know that. We all know that. Let's not kid ourselves. They're, they're going to limit a lot of the these carbon – Things. I think they're going to put limits on how much gasoline you could buy, how much you know, what, uh, what you, what temperature you can keep your house at, and, and by limits I mean like, well, you can have this much at this price, but if you go over it, right, it's going to cost exponentially more than that. And, and Jason, it really will be uh, how much freedom you can afford at that point. That's where the world is headed, Joe. We, uh, we're going through a cycle where we're uh, separating a lot more of the haves and have-nots, and there's a lot less haves than there are have-nots. They're just we're creating a surf system, and uh, monetarily, and, and, and really, how smart are you? you got to figure it out. And, and one way to do it uh, economically is make sure you have your assets outside of their system of what they control. And they control just about everything, uh, Joe. So when you have something physically in your possession outside of what they do, it's a great, great way to protect yourself. 
Listen to this number. 63% of Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck. That's incredible. 50% of the people earning at least $100,000 a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, This is really uh, what I would call the middle class on the brink, Jason. Yeah, yeah. When, when you had the dark ages when uh, Rome fell uh, up into the modern age, uh, you had hundreds of years of the of the dark ages, which sounds really bad. Dark ages, really, what it was is you had you had peasants and you had lords. That's all it was. You had the, the the lord, you know, the landlord. That's where that came from. And, and, and you know, why was there castles? Well, because there was no Roman Empire to, to protect those northern European countries. So the lords would build a castle, and then the peasants would go into the castle. And fight the battles against the, the Vikings off the coast or the German hordes that come in from the north. Uh, and it went on like that for hundreds of years. You know, the peasants would go protect the Lord's property. And then when, they, when the siege was over, they'd go back and have to rebuild all their own stuff. You know, and, and, and there was no chance of you becoming a Lord, Joe. This is a chance. It's, you, you've got some time. America is not, we're not at the end of the Roman Empire, so to speak. There's a chance for you to build it, right, Joe? 800-951-0592, the 120 silver coins for $1,000. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.